people mistake taking care of themselves and nurturing themselves as selfish and indulgent, mm-hmm. whereas it may actually save the world. Hello, and welcome to the Shiftmakers podcast, where we share the collective wisdom some of our greatest minds have to offer. I am your host, Marianne Schnall, a writer and journalist. Over the years, I've had the incredible honor of interviewing a variety of remarkable changemakers, and it is my pleasure to share some of these recordings with you for this podcast. Welcome to Shiftmakers. We talk a lot about the change we hope to see in broader humanity among my guests, but what is coming up as a universal truth among so many is that the powerful change we all hope to see in the world begins with the healing and balancing of ourselves first. In an offering of wisdom from my archives as you begin your new year, I wanted to share these words of insight from some of my most cherished guests. We began with author and founder of Omega Institute for Holistic Studies, Elizabeth Lesser, and now some wisdom from Oprah. Gratitude is a spiritual practice of mine. I do it in the morning when I wake up, physically journaling, um, and about what I want the day, I envision the day, I, I, I have it live an intentional day. Mm-hmm. And at night I live a day grateful for the intentions that I was able to fulfill. I really do, it, that's my practice. If you don't do that, then you will take on all the negative energy that is around you. Spiritual leader, Deepak Chopra. How does one work towards positive change without producing more judgment, more violence, more negativity? I personally do not believe in um, strident activism. I do not believe in moral outrage because even moral outrage is rage. Mm-hmm. And rage is rage. It adds to uh, more rage in the collective consciousness. We understand how consciousness works. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, whenever something like that happens, instead of being outraged, we should be asking um, what's the creative solution for the future? Mm -hmm. What can we learn from it? And there's always a creative solution, and every creative solution is ultimately a solution at a level that is higher than the level where the problem is. Increasing awareness will bring light. Otherwise, you're bringing... You're fighting darkness with darkness. It doesn't work. And by now, we should know that. Actress and founder of Mind Up, Goldie Hawn. The secret sauce, I think, of all of this is quieting the mind three times a day. Mm-hmm. Because it has tremendous effect on a lot of areas in terms of your executive prefrontal cortex. Aside from quieting down your emotional brain, which usually leads you and leads you into trouble sometimes, um, this is actually focusing on your attention level and on your your level actually of well-being, which really does take place in these two sides of your brain, these lobes. Mm-hmm. If you spend, you know, three minutes in the morning and then you go to lunch and then you do another three minutes and mm-hmm. then you, before you get into your house, you do another three minutes and then before you go to sleep, you can lie on your bed and do another three minutes. It's mm-hmm. that that kind of habituated training, the brain loves that. And that's exactly what starts you shifting, mm-hmm. you know, your way of thinking and your way of feeling. Again, Elizabeth Lesser. It is amazing how even 10 minutes of listening to music or shutting the door and telling everybody, don't bother me, leaving your phones out there, leaving your computers out there, and just 
taking 10 minutes to either sit nice and tall and breathe or to stretch out or to do some uh, physical exercise that uh, awakens the energy that's inside of you. Even 10 minutes a day is really helpful. And I absolutely do not believe that anyone doesn't have 10 minutes a day. Because if you clocked your day and saw how much time you were just sort of surfing the web, weird mm-hmm. thing, or watching television or talking on the phone, um, or just having fruitless conversations, you do have that time. So it takes some degree of um, discipline. And this is why most spiritual paths, it's called a discipline or a practice. A practice is something that maybe you have to make yourself do, but it results in becoming better at the art of living. Again, Oprah. Sometimes, if I have the time, it's 20 minutes of silence. Most times it's not. Now I have on my little timer, 12. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, the universe would be okay with 12. <laughs> I do 11. Yeah, 12, 12, 12, 12 is good. So I think 12 is good. 12 disciples, 12. Uh, 12 days of Christmas, 12. So I, I now narrow that down to 12 because most days I don't have time for mm-hmm. 20. But even though 12 don't have 12, I take time just in the shower, just there. Turn off the water because it's California. But turn off the water because it's California. Take time while I'm letting the conditioner go through my hair just to be still and fully present to order intentionally what I want for the day. Award-winning recording artist and activist, Melissa Etheridge. The experience of going through chemotherapy, I had to lay there completely still. I couldn't listen to anything, couldn't watch anything because it hurt. It was mm-hmm. terribly painful. But if I laid completely still and closed my eyes and just lay there for days on end, mm-hmm. I didn't experience any pain. But you know what happens if you're completely still? Your mind eventually, that, that little tape that's running, of all the noise, mm-hmm. it eventually runs off the reel. And you have nothing left to see. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the answers are just there. Mm-hmm. It, it's like someone just removed a big cloud and I could see completely clearly. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's no going back. You can't put that cloud back. You can't. Mm-hmm. And people might say I'm a little crazy, and that's fine. I can blame it on cancer. <laughs> but I, it, I think we, we are way too busy. We are mm-hmm. way too noisy. Our heads are junkyards, mm-hmm. and we need some stillness in our life. And cancer gave that to me. So I am grateful for that. Season 2 of Shift Makers was brought to you by the Shift Network. SHIFT offers courses, programs, and workshops to unlock your full potential through transformative education and media with like-minded allies who are called to create a better world. Visit theshiftnetwork.com to learn more about their online courses, summits, and events. Author and journalist, Maria Shriver. Nobody, as I say to my kids in life, gets a free pass. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to struggle. Um, They struggle with a whole host of different things. So, you know, get your mind in shape. You know, some people talk all the time about getting their bodies in shape. They don't talk about their mind. Um, So I think it's, you know, it's great to go, you know, worry about how your body or your face looks, but you should also pay attention to how your mind looks and Mm -hmm. what's filling your heart and where is your soul's work being done. And again, Elizabeth Lesser. I looked at it often as like the old-fashioned dial on a radio where you were getting static and static. And then you find that clear, sweet spot on the dial where um, the music would come through. 
that's what meditation is for me. Dialing out the static, the noise, the anxiety, the fear, and coming into a place that's uh, deep and quiet and a well. It's like dropping into a well of inspiration and wisdom. So the first thing I would say would be to take a nice big breath and realize it's not that it's something wrong with you. You're not doing anything wrong. Everyone is going through this right now. Mm -hmm. It's a speeded up time, and it's okay. And don't layer on top of a speedy life some sort of sense that if I was doing it differently, I'd be okay. Mm -hmm. This seems to be the nature of life right now. I also continually read from wisdom traditions from around the world and across the ages, poetry, holy books and um, novels and anything that connects me to the best in the human spirit. And I gain a lot of strength from uh, nature and from other people who are courageous enough to be seekers and not just living in a rut that society is carved out as the way to be. I continue to think it's possible to build societies based on joy and celebration, creativity, higher consciousness. Mm -hmm. I am always aiming toward that, toward toward uh, heaven on earth, mm -hmm. which I believe is the promise that we all feel in our heart uh, that that could be possible. If we didn't think it was possible, we wouldn't continue to uh, dream of it, look for it, create it in our families and in our workplaces. So I think that flame is in every human being to aim for the best in the human spirit. And I will um, forever, as long as I'm alive, believe that and work for that. And it's contagious to be positive and um, optimistic and trying to make your life be a model of something beautiful. It's contagious. And I want to teach people to have that faith and positivity so they can be contagious forces in the world also. And again, Oprah. All of us at some point in our lives, unless you are some exalted spiritual being here, you're going to have a crisis of faith. The challenge is what you really truly believe. And I think the way of St. James shows that the way to get back to yourself is to, is, to, is, to, is to literally get still and be alone and to drown out the voices of the world so that you can find your own way. Because your own way is always right here, you know? You know? We do, what we don't have is going to the Good Witch as a part of this series, but she really is one of my greatest spiritual teachers because when Glinda says, as you've heard me say before, when Glinda says to Dorothy, you've always had it, that really is the way. Uh, you know, you can spend all the years of your life looking outside of yourself for the answers to why am I here and what am I really supposed to do, but only when you, you are conscious, unconscious enough to connect to the stillness, can you really find the answers? Being a shift maker, I think, requires first that you know who you are so that you know what your unique calling is, what your unique gift is in order to offer that up in service of humanity and the common good. 
these high-level thought leaders that I speak to, I do find, and I often try to pull it out of them to find out what practices they use to kind of keep themselves centered and in the right headspace and keep themselves balanced. Almost always, they reveal that they do have some type of practice that they use in their in their lives. Not to sound hokey, but I always try to take a moment of silence and solitude for myself before I interview these incredible thought leaders so that I can be a clear conduit to be able to offer the right energy and space for them to be able to share their wisdom and their vision for producing a better world. I've reached a really joyful stage, joyful stage, that allows me to be fully present in every moment and appreciate every person, every um, encounter, every moment in such a way that I feel so full of life, being open and receptive to the wisdom that is available and being able to share that uh, with other people. I I just don't know anything better than that. I just don't know anything better than that. Thank you for listening, and I wish you all the very best in the new year, and I hope you will join us again. Shiftmakers was created by Marion Schnall, and season two was developed by Joy Donnell. Story producer and editor A. Kirsten, research assistant Angela Joshi. Some audio mixing by Timothy Dixon. Special thanks to Emiliano Lamone. For more information about this podcast or our host Marianne Schnall, please visit marianneschnall.com.